0: Good morning. I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman.
1: And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, March 24th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, nerves are starting to run high when it comes to the debt limit. Number two, support to ban TikTok hardens. And number three, more drama when it comes to House GOP oversight. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We are Uh, Running atop this morning of Punchbowl News AM's newsletter focused on Republicans and the concerns that are starting to grow when it comes to the debt limit and the fact that President Joe Biden and Speaker Kevin McCarthy are nowhere in their negotiations over raising the debt limit.
0: Yeah, so um, usually in these, first of all, I'd be remiss not to say Go Yukon Huskies, a big win over, uh, the Arkansas Razorbacks last night in Las Vegas. Um, so let's dispense with that first. Um, the Senate Republicans aren't used to taking a backseat. Um, they're just not. They, they, Mitch McConnell has cut every significant legislative deal for the last, I don't know, 15 years, 13 years, something like that. Um, uh, you know, John Boehner was involved in some. Paul Ryan was involved in some. You know, not we're not, it wasn't only him, but they are seeing the lack of progress on the debt ceiling and saying it ain't working for us. And that's it. That's important, Anna. That's a big, that's, you know, it shows that, I mean, we're only in March. This is an, a mid summer deal. Um, and Mc- uh, Joe Biden and Kevin McCarthy are not meeting. And Senate Republicans are like, uh, what? Like, what's going on here? And that's that's tough, Anna. That's a, that's a tough dynamic.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think what you're seeing is that the the tension also in the two chambers, right? Senate Republicans aren't comfortable where a lot of the politics are with House Republicans, and as much as they maybe want to have a, you know, they don't want to necessarily have a clean debt limit uh, that they're passing. I think they're concerned with the ability for Kevin McCarthy, a pretty untested speaker to come in and be able to actually, you know, kind of play the, the, the hard uh, negotiator here when it comes to the, the debt limit and feel like, you know, there could be, uh, there, they might just, you know, get forced into a clean debt limit based on the fact that McCarthy isn't necessarily,
0: you know, a tested negotiator. Right. He's not. Um, and, uh, you need that because Biden is a test and negotiator. And also, um, this is, let's be clear here. We, I say this every time we talk about the debt limit. This is a phony position by Republicans. They've lifted the debt ceiling for Donald Trump three times without any spending cuts. In fact, once they raise spending with the debt limit. <laughs> okay? So they are they only do this when a Democrat is in the White House. That's their prerogative but it's difficult to say that this is a this is a consistent position if they only say it when democrats are in the white house so um you know there are i don't think there are 60 senate republic senate senators who would vote for a clean debt ceiling today will there be in july maybe so maybe you actually do need some sort of package but listen mccarthy wants to um He says he wants to negotiate with Biden. Uh, Budget's not coming out until sometime in April. Uh, Biden's not going to meet with Republicans until they put their budget out. So uh, we are in a uh, extended pause here, and it's not making people happy. Absolutely. All right, let's move
1: to the number two story of the morning. Wow, TikTok. Jake, we laid out yesterday inside. The, he had a whole kind of look at their strategy and then throughout the day reported on the pretty disastrous con- congressional appearance of TikTok CEO. Um, and now you really see that just kind of not only, you know, we've watched a lot of hearings. And this, I think, in some ways, was probably the most explosive in my mind in terms of recent history of just solidifying the support against a company.
0: Yeah. Um, so Shu uh, Chu, who is the uh, CEO of TikTok, uh, Singapore-based uh, CEO, Singapore-born, as he put it, Singapore-born and uh lived there his whole life and is the uh, was a graduate of Harvard Business School, which I didn't know until yesterday I guess um he came to Capitol Hill on his own volition he was not um he was not subpoenaed he was not. You know there was no real resistance and came to the Energy and Commerce Committee. I mean, let's be clear: he was
1: probably going to be subpoenaed if it, he. Oh, didn't if he didn't up. come, so he was going like, to be. It's subpoenaed. not like he's like, "Hey guys, let's! I want to go and <laughs>
0: testify before ENC. Let's go." No, uh, he would have been subpoenaed, uh, and if he wasn't subpoenaed by Energy and Commerce, and I'm not saying he wouldn't have been, he would have been subpoenaed by Judiciary Oversight. You know any number of committees um, that are uh, uh, you know that are uh, that have a a role in this. Okay, so that's number one. Now, it's just it's it's stunning to me. A few things are stunning. Number one, let's let's give him a little bit of credit in this in the sense that members of Congress barely let him answer questions. Okay, they just didn't let him answer questions. Uh, that's kind of typical for a congressional, especially in the House, a congressional hearing. The Senate perhaps is a bit more refined. Um, but, um, and I would just say that he had trouble answering some core questions, which is, you know, for example, um, uh, I, the one, one, one thing that was interesting to me was the... Um, he, well, he, number one, he was asked if he gets any benefits from ByteDance, the, um, the parent company of TikTok, the, the Chinese-based parent company of TikTok. Uh, he said yes. He participates in stock options and things of that nature with ByteDance. Um, he's in touch with the CEO of ByteDance, as you might imagine. And, and, you know, a lot of China experts are pointing out after the hearing, Anna, it's not the, – the operative question here is not, like, is China taking TikTok data Right. The operative question, according to China experts, is if China asked for it, they would they could just take it. Right. Like this is not the the point that people were making is like it's not what is happening. It's what could happen if China wanted it to happen, you know. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think what, what's really interesting, though, is what happens next.
1: Right. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of and there already has been a lot of um, talk about, you know, how the hearing went for them. Is there a recovery path? What did they do next? I think is going to be very uh, interesting and something that everybody watches. But I do think when, it lo- when you look at what is going to happen in terms of legislation, it was clearly um, th- the next steps for. Uh, this bipartisan bill of coming out of Senate commerce uh, from Senators Mark Warner, the Democrat from Virginia, and John Thune, the Republican from South Dakota, uh, that would create a process to review and take action against foreign technology companies operating in the United States. Um, Is They're now expecting a bill, Jake, that that's going to be a companion bill in the House. Uh, we are reporting this morning that Warner has been in trading phone calls with speaker Kevin McCarthy over the legislation. Um, you know, I think this is also interesting because it's not there's there's very
0: TikTok specific bills, but this is br- much broader than that. This would allow the administration to ban social media apps if basically if they pose a national security risk, right? Few things to keep in mind here. Number 1, McCarthy and Warner work with each other on the Gang of 8, so they have a relationship. Number 2, the um uh there are a range, let's say, of, of bills ranging from, as you said, the Warner Thune bill to the Rubio bill, which outright bans TikTok. So there are a number of different bills that um, uh, are in the mix. The administration has backed the Warner Thune bill. That's what they want. It's interesting that's what they want because that puts the decision on the administration's plate, which is a politically tricky issue, right? Um, uh, TikTok has said they won't sell. The Chinese government does not want them to sell, uh, which is interesting um, uh, that the Chinese government has that say in it. I guess the U.S. does have say in some of its – some of American investments. It was something that a bunch of people pointed out to me yesterday, which I find interesting. If the U.S. bans TikTok, what will China do? Like, will they go ban the Google Play Store or the Apple Store? Like, I don't know what, I guess I'm not as familiar with the tech climate in China, but like people in tech and on Capitol Hill were saying to me last night, or yesterday afternoon, China will retaliate. And that's the, what, what members of Congress and the administration have to ask themselves.
1: All right, let's go to the number three story of the morning. A very interesting look by your very own Max Cohn on the drama of House Overstate. This is uh, kind of an ongoing storyline that we have been covering over the last several weeks. And isn't that surprising, right? When you have... Uh, the House Oversight and Accountability Committee launching so many investigations. They're bound to step on someone's toes. We talked a little bit before uh, how it was uh, the the Homeland Security uh, Committee and some of the issues that they have had there. And now they are really coming into... Uh, focus in another totally different area where the Oversight Committee launched a probe into the ongoing infant formula shortage, which is squarely in the purview of the Energy and Commerce Committee. In addition, Oversight announced an investigation into the Department of Energy's spending, also in E&C's wheelhouse.
0: Yeah, this is – Oversight has launched so many investigations, it would be impossible for them not to be stepping on someone's toes, and they have. Um, The Oversight Committee announced that baby formula investigation. Brett Guthrie, who chairs the Health Subcommittee on Energy and Commerce, went up to his fellow Kentuckian, uh, James Comer, on the floor and said, like, what's the deal, dude? (laughs) Like, this is my purview. Um, And he – he lightly criticized uh, Lisa McLean, who chairs the oversight committee, holding the baby formula shortage, uh, he owed, uh, the baby formula hearing on that shortage. And she said, and, he, and Guthrie said, I'm not sure Lisa McLean's experience. I know she's a grandmother and I don't know if she had any personal experience with that and wants to investigate it. Wowza. Uh, and then McLean said, uh, she's not a grandmother. She's a mother. Guthrie later in a statement to us, walked back his criticism of McLean. So, um, There we are, Anna.
1: You don't usually see member-on-member criticism, uh, especially when it comes from the same party in that way. Um, An interesting look at the dynamics and the ruffled feathers, certainly uh, when it comes to different folks getting in people's jurisdictions. So uh, one of the storylines of this Congress we will continue to cover. I want to remind everybody uh, that we have a project, The Leaders uh, that we have been doing for the last several weeks where we are profiling leaders across the country and how they are looking to move their economies forward in the post-COVID world. We've profiled Oklahoma Governor Kevin Sitt, Atlanta Mayor Andre Dickens, and Representative Amelia Sykes, the Democrat from Ohio. Uh, encourage everybody to go to punchbowl.news and check out the leaders. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you like The Daily Punch Talk about us, share us on social. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.